Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. Here's your host, Dan Witham. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of our Old Men Know Stuff podcast. This is episode 35, if you're keeping score. And um, we're uh, so grateful to have you join us. Uh, tell a friend, if you would, uh, if this uh, podcast means something in the past or particularly this one that impacts your life, which I believe it will. Tell a friend. Uh, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify, Pandora. We're on our Old Men No Stuff YouTube channel, and I would appreciate it. Jesus said to us in Matthew eleven twenty eight, a pretty familiar verse, he said, Come unto me, all you that are uh, labor and are carrying heavy weights, heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. What is it that he was referring to that we might be carrying? We're going to cover some of those in a minute. You ever ask yourself the question, perhaps, um, why won't we come to him? What was he referring to? Come unto me. Um, obviously, uh, the question then it needs to be asked, why uh, would we not come to him? What won't we come to Jesus Christ about, the anointed one? Uh, we rationalize. Uh, when we don't come, we procrastinate. Uh, we go through then unnecessary sorrow and pain uh, rather than come. And I think that's, I, I know I did, and I speak probably for many, many, many. Why do we do this? Because it's often the last lap, I called it, of unutterable foolishness. What do you mean, old man that knows stuff? And remember, wisdom uh, comes from looking back through your life and gaining knowledge that comes from experience. Uh, that last lap, uh, we're going to cover it here in just a second, that last lap in Corinthians chapter 9. That last lap, uh, Paul is referring to a, uh, in Corinthians, a race. Uh, life is a race. This walk with the Lord is a race. And it's the last lap in a race. Uh, there's still a little bit more to go. And you got to push on through that last lap to win the race uh, the way you want to win it uh, successfully. So uh, I titled this The Last Lap of Unutterable Foolishness. And we're going to cover the foolishness right now. And I want to ask you this question, this main question that I'll ask several times in this podcast. What's that one thing? What's that one thing that you have not come to Jesus Christ about that's keeping you, as you feel it in your spirit, from soaring with eagle's wings? What's that one thing that you have not come to Jesus about? Well, right out of the top, off the top, you'd say, well, it's perhaps um, I'm hiding pornography or hate. Uh, unforgiveness is pretty broad. Uh, adultery. Now we'll get into the softer ones, but it's all the one thing that's keeping you uh, that you're operating in foolishness if you won't give up that one thing to the Lord Jesus Christ. I said the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, gossiping, 
scripture bears out being a busy body in other people's affairs. I believe that's buried between uh, uh, murder and uh, lasciviousness or something. But busy body in other people's affairs, overeating, gluttony. Um, we need good health to run this race. Um, alcohol, prescription drugs nowadays. What's that one thing? And I'll let that marinate in you for just a second. Uh, we also often ask Jesus, uh, uh, we tell him the one big thing, and, and he says, come unto me just as you are. Just as you are. He's okay with you telling him that one big thing. He wants you to confess, tell that one big thing. To liberate your spirit, liberate your soul. That's why he says, come unto me. And then he goes on, I think it's verse 29 of Matthew. He says, um, my yoke, my, um, uh, my, my pushing back to you, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So why won't you come unto me? Uh, he, says, uh, I'm, uh, he says, I'm the sacrificial lamb of God. Come unto me, bring it unto me. That's why I came. And uh, when you hear come unto me, when you hear Jesus tell you, come unto me with that one big thing, that last lap of unutterable foolishness, if you don't, um, you hear that, he, you know that the acts, scripturally the acts, meaning Jesus the, has been laid to the root of the tree, your issue. And... Uh, that one thing has been preventing you uh, from, quote, getting through to total victory. We won't get any further. We won't get any further with Jesus and with what he wants us to accomplish in life, his end game for us, until you, I, we are willing to do that one thing that he's asking us to bring to him. And I'm speaking uh, in wisdom from experience. The Holy Spirit will point it out to you over and over again. He's very patient, but he can't budget, knock it out of the way. You have to do it, and he can't do it unless you yield to it and let him help you. He's our helper. And uh, we say often, I'm sure, Oh, well, I'm not going to do it. I've done it this time. I can't conquer this last lap of unutterable foolishness. It's got me. It, um, I can't do it. And Jesus yet stands there with the Holy Spirit as your helper, your comforter. He stands there with outstretched arms and says to you, uh, since you're part of the human race, Billy Bob, Susie Q, Danny, Fred, Sheila, Paul, that's why I came. You are a sinner, Susie, Billy, Bob, and I'm a savior. You're a sinner, and I'm a savior. Give me that one thing right now. He's waiting. Do you want to be all that you can be? He wants you. He designed you to be all that you can be. 
Interesting in Psalm 90, verse 8 in the NIV, uh, David, uh, who's somewhat a person acquainted like the Lord with grief and victory, but and grief, he says, you, God, have set our iniquities before us. You, God, have set our iniquities before us, our secret sins in the light of your presence. I'll translate that for you. You, God, have set our one thing before us. Our one thing has been exposed to us in the light of your presence. What are you going to do about that? Are you going to bring it unto him? He stands there with arms outstretched, wanting you to. Psalm 118, verse 27. It's a psalm of praise. Says, God is the Lord, watch this, which has showed us the light. Bind the sacrifice with cords. Don't let, we'll get back to that, bind the sacrifice with cords in just one second out of the Old Testament. Don't let your sacrifice, I'm saying, that one thing get away from my light, even to the horns of the altar. In the Old Testament, they would take the sacrifice, the, the lamb, the bullock, and bind it with cords to the horns of the altar, the altar of sacrifice, and burn it away. Uh, burn away the sacrifice so it was accepted and under the Lord, under God. And he's saying here, whatever that one thing is, bind it to the horns of the altar uh, of Jesus Christ. And... Just like a sin offering then in the Old Testament of an animal, uh, you're bringing your sin offering to Jesus Christ, and he is waiting with open arms to burn, to purify uh, your attachment for the removal of everything that's not God, that last lap of foolishness. Get rid of it. So again, what's your last lap of unutterable foolishness, that one thing? Uh, for the Galatians, watch this. Paul wrote and he said, uh, he wrote uh, that they knew better. Galatians knew better, yet they did it. Uh, the church at Galatia was born again, but they went back. They didn't finish off that last lap. They brought back um, uh, the laws of Israel and tried to mix <laughs> uh, New Testament grace with Old Testament works. Uh, your same situation. You can't mix your one thing with God's ultimate thing. You can't get there until you budget out of the way. I'm going to read uh, something uh, from Paul in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, verse 20, really 25 and 27. Every man, that's you, and me, you listening, you watching, every man that strives for mastery in this life is temperate in all things, careful in all things, so that now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown when we run the race called life. But in the end, we're trying to uh, win the race with an un to an incorruptible crown. Here's the verse that I wanted to get to, 27. So they're running the race. But I'm the running the race, I, Paul, am running the race. I keep my body 
and bring it under subjection, I give up that one thing, lest that by any means where I have preached to others, I might be a castaway. So Paul, the Apostle Paul, who went to the third heaven, is telling us that he has to finish the race temperately, keeping his body under subjection in order to win the race. And otherwise, he might be a castaway. Uh, I don't think you want to be a castaway. I think you want to finish the race. So, again, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Paul, again, is speaking on the heels of that. He says, beloved. That's, but when he says beloved, that's those that are born again. You can't be beloved if you're not born again. Since we have these promises, we should cleanse ourselves we should cleanse ourselves from every defilement. Oops, there's that one thing. That one thing in the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness, watch this, in the sight of God. That means he sees it. He sees that one thing. So what's your one thing of foolishness? I think when we man up or come face to face with that one thing, the humiliation, the foolish that we haven't, uh, uh, comes back on us. The foolishness of it comes back on us. And the question is asked of ourselves, why have we been so dull in acting on it and obstinate in not acting on it? But there's good news. There's good news. And the good news is uh, in First John chapter 1, the love, love books of the uh, New Testament, uh, John in general, but this is 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. This is 1 John chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. Here's what you do with that one thing. If we confess our sins, and all of us, Romans says, have sinned, the blood of Jesus, not your extra working hard to get rid of that one thing, cleanses us, from all unrighteousness. That last, that one thing, that last lap of foolishness is obliterated when we come to God in confession. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. For more information, go to oldmennowstuff.com. 